You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. One week from today, I'm kind of right freaking now, out. Stop it. Friday, August 16th, mm-hmm. we will be sitting in a sweaty, stinky van with five other people. Oh my god! And we would have already we would have already run once. Yes, already at this point. Yes. Oh god! We will be hurting, stuck in traffic, stinky. We'll be so sweaty. stinky. Sweaty. Oh god! I'm not ready. Sleep. I'm not ready. It's all gonna be happening. Oh god! A week from to now. Okay. A week from now. No. Yes. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is fantastic that you do so. And, of course, you can always listen to the podcast for free, or you can subscribe to the Fun Employment Radio Network for $6.99 a month. The first week is free. $6.99 a month, you say? $6.99 a month. Cheaper than Netflix, I hear. Cheaper than Netflix, Sarah. That's it. And you get access to all of the amazing programming on here and the exclusive archives and the live chat and everything that happens 24-hour stream of original content right here. Oh, my goodness. On the Fun Employment Radio Network. So Amen. thank you for tuning in. All right, we've got a ton of stuff today. Since it is Friday, of course, it is going to be a Science Facts Friday. Oh, Where God. Dr. Science will be making an appearance towards the end of the show. If you are a live listener, feel free to go into the chat and post your questions of all things science-related. Anything you've ever wanted to know. And Dr. Science But you've dis- been afraid to ask. Yes, exactly. Sure. And Dr. Science will dispel the myths and fallacies that you learned in your, uh, in your education Edu- educationings of course yeah. wow yeah you mm-hmm. sounded really smart there with the educationings mm-hmm. that's dr science speak that is yes dr science has his own language it's true it's true dispelling myths all around and expunging the truth all over you just getting it in all of your orifices all over you. all over you yes indeed <laughs> so that's coming up and uh, lots of other things but we do need to talk about this so well first of all we do want to dedicate today's show yes to a very special little furry guy so we want to give this out to john and boring to um john and, and kathleen Yes. So, um, we wanted to dedicate today's show to their furry little buddy, Deuce, who they lost yesterday. Yes, indeed. Oh, so yeah. uh, we're sorry about that, buddy. We know how hard that is. Yeah. So, this is for you, Deuce. We'll try not to fuck it up. Yeah. All right. Well, now we're going to fuck it up. <laughs> now you just put all the pressure on it. It's <laughs> so much oh, pressure. It. So much pressure. All right. Well, um, yeah, so we, we, have a, we have a bunch of stuff to get to, but uh, one week from today... Oh God! Sarah and Stop I are going saying to be that. Participating in the longest relay race in the world, Hood oh, to Coast, which God takes place right it. here in Oregon, starting at the top of Mount Hood, the tippy top of Mount Hood. So at Timberline Lodge, if you're familiar with Oregon, yes, uh, the Timberline Lodge where mm. the outside where uh, uh, the Shining was filmed. Yes, yes, that's where that's where the Shining was filmed. So you know, I have never been to Timberline Lodge. Really? Never. Uh. Uh-uh. How do you consider yourself an Oregonian if you've never been? To I've Timberline always Lodge? wanted to see it. Well, you're going to see it. You're going to see it a week from today. I am going to see Well, okay, that's something to be excited about. I get yeah. to see the, the Lodge from The Shining. You okay. will be seeing it. I, oh, God, I will be seeing it. Yes, oh, so, the, so Hood to Coast takes place, uh, like we said, one week from today. So August, uh, what is that, 23rd is the start of it. And the longest relay race in the world. And it goes from the top of Mount Hood all the way to Seaside, Oregon. So you run from the mountains to the coast, Hood to Coast. And it is a 12-person, well, generally. 12-person, 200-mile relay. Yes. So Jesus. each person runs three God, different what legs. what are we fucking thinking? Varying between four miles and like up to eight or nine miles. And we, Sarah and I will both be participating in this. And I am, I admit, I am getting a little bit nervous about it. I am getting very nervous about this. So, well, I'm running, uh, if anybody does want to follow it, and if you are watching Hood to Coast so you know where we'll be, I'm running leg one. And Sarah is running leg three, and then, you know, it goes on every 12 spots after mm-hmm. that. So I'll be running through the city of Portland. Probably a week from today, probably not too long. Well, no, probably about like four or five Well, PM. so that's going to be so crazy for you because you're starting at the tip top of a mountain, which means you're literally running down the mountain. Yeah, which which that's the part that really terrifies me because it's like a 2,000-foot elevation drop oh, yeah. or something like that. Shin splints galore. I know. Oh. Oh. You know what? I have to, have to, run, I have to run by Silent Rock. Well, yes, you're, that you just learned about. I just learned about. You just learned about it, and now you've made a developed a whole. Now I'm scared of it. it. I'm totally scared of it. That means I'm gonna have to turn off my headphones when I read by. <laughs> like there's a the, like shit is real at Silent Rock. It's kind of scary. Yeah, yeah. All I can picture is Indians with rocks in their mouths. You can listen to a previous episode for yeah. uh, for that information it's about Silent Rock. Awful. On Monday we talked about that. Yes, we did. Um, so yeah, you'll be doing that, and then uh, and then so, so scary. On and so I didn't forth. realize like how because I know that area. I'm running on the side of a cliff i'm afraid of heights yeah yeah don't fall off of that god fucking 
It gets really windy up there, too. You are such a jerk. It's windy, and if it's raining, I mean, the road I'm could I am going to be, like, slick. clinging on to the side of the mountain. It could and be wet. Yeah. Are we, like, running on the side of traffic, too? Like, is there traffic? Oh, I'm sure. During- oh, I'm God. sure. I'm sure you'll be right next to traffic and a cliff. So it's either, you know, you can either choose getting hit by a car or falling off a cliff, I think, is pretty much your only options. Mm. So you better make sure you don't mess that up. I mean, lots of people, over 300 people fall off of that cliff every year during Hood to Coast. Will you shut up? Well, actually, my second leg, the one that I'm running, which is on Highway 30, so basically you get to run through, like, glorious Portland and get all the glory of everyone watching you and being like, look, he's running through Portland. Oh, I that's true. Run- I will get glory. That's awesome. Dick. I can you show have, off like, all the chicks. You have, like, the best leg ever. You get to, like, you get to start. You get to, like, start on the top of the mountain. Then you get to ride, like, run through downtown Portland looking all awesome. Yeah. My second I'm one. I'm glad you agree. I will look awesome. Oh, I, I appreciate no, that. I don't. I appreciate I've you seen you run. You look as far away from awesome as you could possibly I look pretty get. badass. You. Well, bad. No. Oh. Well, we've talked about your excessive sweatiness. I am very sweaty. It is it, it is unreal how sweaty you, you are. Yeah, you and get. I apologize ahead of time. So the van you ride in, um, I'm going to be... I'm going to be stinking that thing up. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It, will, uh, it really will be happening. By the way, I do want to quickly, just a quick side note before <laughs> we continue on with Hood to Coast. I want to make a note here. Sarah is sitting in this studio barefoot right now. Shoeless. She is shoeless in the studio. I'm that so is against shoeless. studio policies, by the way. I don't give two shits about that. It is fucking hot in here. Okay. Well, I'm just pointing it out. All I'm saying so is on I, the took, record. I took a shower this morning. I have clean feet. I was wearing clean socks. I've not walked very much. I've hardly walked at all, and I'm what? my feet aren't sweaty. I'm, I'm saying like my, I didn't get a chance for my socks to get stinky. Oh, that doesn't even make any sense. So okay. I am telling no. So my feet are. I'm saying that they're they're clean. They're clean feet. I disagree. Yeah, or yeah. Beans saying it's okay on airplanes, but not in the studio. Oh no! In an airplane, I'm never barefoot. I have socks on. Socks on when I do that. Oh, Greg actually still has his shoes on. I was going to try and call him out. Well, I'm following the rules. That's all. There I'm aren't saying. any rules. I follow rules. There aren't any rules. All right. All right so well, my second run, so we're talking about. So you get to run through the city. Yes. However. I have to run on the side of Highway 30, which, as Chad in Beaverton has pointed out numerous times, Dick, that that is the one place ever, that particular leg, that section is the only place that anyone's ever been hit by a car. Yeah. That is the reason why they have the headphone ordinance, why you can't wear headphones, because somebody got squished on the leg that I'm running, and it's going to be like 830 at night, which means people, oh, God. Oh, yeah, on a Friday, too. On a Friday. Oh, man. A bunch of angry people being stopped in traffic by these runners on the side being mm. slowed down. And there you will be running along the side of that. Oh, boy. God. That's, uh, that's pretty. So you're, if you do make it past falling off the cliff, then there's a good chance you're going to be running in the middle of traffic. So I'm just throwing that out there so you know. Just so you can mentally prepare. That's all I'm trying to do. Mm. So that is, uh, that is what goes on. So essentially it lasts about, I, I don't know, 28 hours, 30 hours, something like that. Maybe yeah, it's 30 about, it's hours. about 30 hours. 30 hours, and then we'll end up in Seaside, Oregon, where there's a gigantic party, mm. which is which is fantastic. That thing is fun. It is so funny to watch everybody hobbling around, too. Yeah. Because nobody can walk afterward. You know, everything about this sounds like misery. It does. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I did it last time. I'm glad I'm doing it this time. But when you really break it down, this sounds absolutely ridiculous. Oh, like, it why is. Would, why would anyone do this? I don't know. I don't know why I'm doing it again. I remember running it last time and clearly thinking. I remember exactly where I was at my point in the run. I was on my, my third run, on my third leg, and I was like probably a half an hour in. And I just remember running, like taking this bend, and I remember specifically telling myself, remember how much this sucks. Don't ever do this again. <laughs> this is fucking terrible. Don't do this again. Like yeah. I remember telling myself, like, remember. Yeah. Because you know what? You're probably going to forget. Yeah, and you're gonna want to do it again. Don't do it again. And, and lo and behold, you didn't listen to yourself. Well, the last time, I mean, when I ran the third leg in this, the last time that we did it two years ago, I did. It was about nine miles, and uh, you know, you have no sleep. Oh, that was you're hallucinating. Yeah, that was when it was like ninety degrees mm. out and nine miles on these up and down mountain coast roads. And yeah, by the time I got to the end of it, I didn't know where I was. I didn't recognize Sarah who was down there at the no. end. I had no idea what was going on. I was just completely out of it. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen this time. Yeah. Hopefully, well, you don't have a nine-mile one this time. No, I don't. And it won't be the last. My last one's not that not that bad. So I Oh, should mine be okay. is ranked, I'm looking at it, as very difficult. Oh. Well, my last one. Well, there you go. Yes. Have fun with very that. excited about that. Have fun with that. I, I think you've got the tough ones this time, maybe. I, I know I do. I'm looking. So you run 6.7 miles, and I, or excuse me, 16.7 miles total, and I run 17. Okay, well, that's about the same. About that's about the same. the same. All right, well, yeah, so that is what's going on. But I am getting that little bit of nervousness before this that um, that I used to get, like, before track meets and stuff like that in high school. You were in track? Yeah, I did track. 
I can't see you as like a. I mean, I guess you run, but I can't really see you as a runner. What do you? Well, no, I wasn't. Were you like a sprinter? Okay, so when I started off track in in freshman in high school, I did the long distance running because my friends did, and at that point, and you wanted to do everything your friends did. Well, I don't know. I was like, okay, sure, I'll do I'll do long distance. That oh. sounds fun. No, it was miserable. I fucking hated long distance long running distance so running much. Is terrible running is I, awful. Well, I remember the coach one time convinced me to do the three thousand. Which, looking back now, you know, it's now I can do that and that's no problem. But then I did not What's like the it. What's the 3,000? 3K. It was a 3K. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and I can do that now. But I did it then. And I just remember going around and around on this track and getting passed by all these girls who were running way faster than me. Mm-hmm. And thinking about how much I hated it. And I walked off after that and I told the uh, long distance coach that I quit. I was like, that's it. I'm not doing it anymore. Seriously? I will never do that again. Yeah, I was so mad. Why? Because girls were passing you? Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> so you were mad, not because of anything else, just because That's of the a, fact that you were slow. As a 14-year-old boy, that was very embarrassing. It it sucked. Yeah, I was getting passed by a bunch of girls. Oh, see, I've never I been finished, able to. I finished like third from last, I think, including the girls. I hated it so much. Wow, so, Greg, way to like stick to your guns there. Oh, I did bad. I quit. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, no, I totally did. I totally did that. Try it once. Nah, no, I'm never doing it again. I threw a little tantrum. Um... But then, uh, then I went on and I did like I did jumps. So I did uh, long jump and triple jump and did some of the sprint. Oh, you were stuff. a jumper. I was a thrower. Yeah, I didn't do the throwing. I did uh, discus, shot put, javelin, and I also did uh, pole vaulting. Oh, you did pole vaulting. I was the first female pole vaulter in my high school. Wow! Mm-hmm. Look at you. It was it was a very big deal. That, no, that was. I, I remember compete. when they and then, started doing that. Yeah, and, and so like women hadn't done it, and so uh, I was able to do it. And there was another person in one of the different districts because I went. Uh, I went to state for pole vaulting, and then uh, it turns out, like, around, you know, everyone, like, from Washington State goes in, like, the double A AA or triple A or whatever the fuck the schools are called. Yeah. Right. I went against uh, some other lady pole vaulters. Oh, it wow. Was, it was scary. I mean, but it's fun. It's like it's like flying. I tried pole vaulting, and I couldn't do it very well. So I I, I ended up not... Uh, it's it's terrifying until you make the stick that first time. Like, when yeah. you're running toward it with the pole, and then, like, when you finally... Because it has, like, a little wedged-in uh-huh. thing that you have to, like, land the pole in. Yeah. Or else you're just going to fall on your fucking face. Huh. Yeah, so you have to, like, get that and then bend back, and it just... It flings you forward like you're on a slingshot. Yeah. Over another bar, like, eight feet in the air. It's yeah, that's kind of terrifying. That's kind of terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, I did I high- missed the mat once. Ooh, yeah, see, that's what would scare me. Mm-hmm. Landing on... Yeah, not on the mat. I did high jump as well. I was a, I was a high jumper when I was a freshman. <laughs> I was actually pretty good. I could jump higher than a lot of a lot of the people that were taller. Really, you have, you're so dense. And springs. You look so dense. What do you mean dense? Are you I don't know. Me no, I'm just saying you look so you're like so compacted. Like I can't really see you with a lot of spring. That's a that's a ball of muscle, Sarah. That's what you're looking at okay. there. It's a it's a spring of muscle. No, I, I did it, actually. It was pretty fun. I was I was pretty good at it for a uh, for that one year, and then everybody else caught up with their bodies and all the girls. Uh, no, they not the girls. Up, they caught up with their bodies. Well, they were tall mean? and lanky. You know, they were 14 years old, so they were tall, but that didn't mean they had any muscle. But then another year, they their muscles developed, and then they could actually jump what their height was. So then, okay. then I was then I was out of that. Okay, point. I actually got yeah I. <laughs> I enjoyed track, but I had a love-hate relationship with it because I would try to get out of doing doing the warm-up laps. I would go um, – me and my friends would go hide in the pole vault mat room just because we thought it was a fun game to get out of doing the warm-up laps. Wait, in the pole vault mat room? Well, they had like a storage room. Oh, okay. So you yeah. guys would hide in the storage closet so you wouldn't have to do the preliminary running? <laughs> yeah, totally. Wow. <laughs> totally. Yeah, and I actually – well, I got I got kicked out of a track meet one time. You got kicked yeah. out. Who gets kicked out of a track meet? What did you do? <laughs> did you yell at one of the girls that ran faster than you? No, no. I um, I was doing. I think it was triple jump is what I was doing at that point. And I remember it was at Cascade High School out of Turner, Oregon, which is outside of Salem. And I was not doing as well as I wanted to. And I I scratched once. And uh, and I said something kind of under my breath, and there was you know the the adult who's monitoring things, and he's like, "What did yeah. you say?" I'm like, "Oh, nothing, nothing." And I ran around because I kind of mumbled it under my breath, and then I did it again, and I think I scratched a second time, and I just yelled out, "Shit!" And the guy instantly is like, "That this one right here, he's out using profanity. <gasps> you are disqualified. Are you serious? You need to get off of the field. You are you are out of this match." <laughs> or out of that, uh, you know, you're, yeah. you're done. You're done for the no day. No more track for you. No more track for you. Yeah, so I totally got booted, and I had to go sit in the stands and then go tell our coach, which which was terrifying, <laughs> and oh. Mr. Newkirk. I was like, uh, Miss, Mr. Newkirk, 
I'm not going to be competing in any of the other events today because I was asked to leave and not compete anymore. I can sit in the stands. He's like, why? What did you do? And I'm like, I said something I shouldn't have. <laughs> and he just like looked at me and shook his head. And he's like, go sit in the stands. Yeah, I I totally got the No wonder that you can sniff out the shit apples Because I believe that you might be said leader of the shit apples No wonder you can tell them Yeah, you were a little shit apple, weren't you? Well, I was the kind of kid that I got away with a lot Because I was in the, the, the honors classes And everybody, all the older adults, thought I was a good kid So therefore I could get away with a lot more I could do stuff you know, and uh, kind of uh, subtle. Were you things. the bad friend? I wasn't the bad friend. No, I mean like the friend that you know people would like. I don't know. Like, what do you mean? I because well, I'm thinking because I had a friend named Kim who was my bad friend. Like, but like, well, I guess your parents wouldn't let you get away with that kind of stuff. Like what? Well, I mean, when I would go over to Kim's house, like her parents, uh, we'd always just sneak out and like get into trouble. She oh, was like my, no, my she was like my troublemaking have, friend. My parents wouldn't have yes did for that. Plus, I lived way out in the middle of nowhere. Like, where are you going to go? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not that much place. There, there's not really anywhere to go. Okay, this is true. Yeah. So, no, I wasn't the bad friend, but I uh, I helped facilitate uh, some fun things in when I was a senior because I could I could get away with stuff. Okay. I could fly under the radar of most of the adults. <laughs> okay. Because I was the good kid. I just, I don't look at you and see the good kid. Well. I see a shit apple. Well, maybe I was a shit apple, but I was an undercover shit apple. Okay. Yeah. Undercover shit apple. Can that please be the name of your biography if you ever write it? <laughs> Greg Nibbler. <laughs> I undercover was an undercover shit apple. Shit apple. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that could, that could maybe be it. Okay. Maybe be it. Yeah, so okay. there we go. So, oh my God. Oh God, it's in a week. It's it is in a week. A week. It is in a week. So, so that being said... No show next Friday. Yeah, no show next Friday. One yes. week from today, there will not be an episode of Fun Employment Radio because we will be doing We that. will be stinking in a van. Yes. Is what we'll be doing. And we'll make sure and post things on Twitter and, and stuff like that whenever we can, as long as we have cell service. Yeah, and we have an Instagram account as well, so I'm going to yeah. be taking photo documentation. Yeah, so follow us on Instagram, Fun Employment Radio, and we'll, we'll be doing that. I know, Maybe because we'll, it actually lets us put our full name in that instead of on Twitter, it's Fun Emp Radio. Yeah. On Instagram, Fun Employment Radio. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll record some things, too, while we're, uh, while we're out there. And... Uh, while we're out there in pain. <laughs> Bean says undercover shit apples going on a t-shirt list. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> shit apples, Randy. All right. Well, yeah, so anyway. Okay. Well, I have a little bit of World of Crazy. Do you yeah, want to do that? Yeah, let's do some World of Crazy. You want to you cleanse the palate a little bit let's with some do World it. of Crazy? It's a, it's a Friday. We're going to... Oh, um, one thing, though, I do want to say just before I forget. Yes. This weekend is the Hawthorne Street Fair. Oh, and awesome. What is the one stop you need to make at the Hawthorne Street I Fair? I believe that would be Sorrell's Absolutely. on Hawthorne. Sorrell's on Hawthorne. So it's uh, located right there on 37th and Hawthorne. 3713 Southeast Hawthorne. Right here in Portland, Oregon, right across the street from the Baghdad Theater. So the Hawthorne Street Fair, they shut down a lot of the street, and it's just kind of bands and drinks. and It's actually it's a lot of fun, and everybody kind of sets up shop out on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Sorrell's will be there and having all kinds of things, so you want to make sure to stop by Sorrell's. <gasps> Did you see that new thing that they have there? Well, they have all kinds of stuff. I kid you not, they, they just got this in, and I'm going to go and buy it. They have a wine glass. That holds an entire bottle of wine. It is the of greatest thing of all time. I don't understand. Is it just a giant glass? It's, it's it's a it's a wine it's a it's a decent sized wine glass. So Anton actually posted that on my Facebook uh, my face I can't even talk today my Facebook page, and yeah, it's an extra large wine glass that you can fit an entire bottle of wine in. And you will probably still call that just having a glass. I of will. Wine. I'm just like, what? I just had a glass of wine. Just one glass. Just of wine. one glass of wine. It's totally fine. Wow. I don't have a problem. You have a problem. It's a good impression of you after a glass of wine. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I have a You have a problem. Hello, my friends. Why are you being mean to me? Why are you being so mean? Why are you being mean? It's just a glass of wine. Oh, God. I want to buy one of those for, like, everyone I know. I'll post a picture of it in the in the chat. Okay. Yeah, it's on, my, it's on my book of face. All right. If you want to grab it from there. Yes. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. That is the perfect... Yep, that's it. That is the size of glass it is. <laughs> First up, got a little Lindsay Lohan update. Ooh, Lindsay. Lindsay Lohan. So this is just coming out. So, of course, she was in rehab, uh, court-ordered rehab for three months. I'm sure that's... She's sticking to that right. very well. But get this. So it's just coming out now. That Lindsay Lohan, apparently, when she was in rehab, 
only rented movies that she starred in. <laughs> she would only watch movies that she was in. That seems about right. It seems about right, doesn't it? <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> So, so well, what? Well, mean Girls and uh, and uh, what's the one? With I the know twins? who killed me. Yeah, I know who killed me. That's the twin one. She no, I mean the real twins one, not oh, the. Oh, she was in the Parent Trap. The Parent Trap. Yeah, yeah. so she was in the Parent Trap. So yeah. And uh, Herbie. While rehabbing in Cliffside, Malibu. Those are the only movies I can think of with her. As she. Yeah, she was a the, child actor. Like I think she did stuff. In Parent Trap. Mean Girls. That Herbie. Herbie, and then whatever that other one is that you named. I know. Who I can't think me. of any other movies she's ever been in. Yeah, I can't either, actually. Because I think the last one was I Know Who Killed Me. Oh, and she has that new one where uh, she has the sex in... Uh, oh, yeah, with the porn dude. Canyons or the canyon or whatever it is. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, when Lindsay Lohan was in rehab, she exclusively only rented movies with her in them. So <laughs> <laughs> so she rented... Their, so uh, people at, at the rehab facility were actually saying that it was very awkward to be around her because when she would be she'd be sitting out there... You know, in the public, like in the meeting rooms, sitting there and watching movies of herself on her laptop. <laughs> <laughs> and also, the one that she kept forcing everybody to watch. So I guess her roommate in rehab. She made everybody else watch them too. Her roommate in rehab. She forced her to watch. I know who killed me. This is what her her roommate said. She said, "I was forced to watch that crappy movie. I know who killed me with her. The one where she plays a stripper. She made me watch it more than once." <laughs> According to sources, Lindsay didn't bat an eye or think it was at all weird to watch her movies because apparently she's, she's such a narcissist and attention seeker. She didn't think it was weird at all to just want to watch movies with her starring in them. Wow. Everybody else was really embarrassed. What a great friend to be around. She I sounds can't just magical. what it's like to hang out with her. Mm-hmm. I would hang out with her, though, for a day just to see the crazy, see it up close. But not, well, maybe not a full day. Not a day. A day might be too much. I would like to see the crazy up close just for a brief moment. You know, kind of like going to a zoo or something like that. But did I ever tell you about the time that my friend went uh, that hung out with Lindsay Lohan for a night and a day? Uh, no. Yeah, he he hung out with her. Yeah, yeah, he hung yeah. out with her. I'm, let me just say, figuratively speaking, this is just uh, satirically speaking. Yes. She really liked doing blueberry flavored cocaine. Apparently, that's a thing. Wow, that's a thing. I don't know. I I don't understand it. Oh wow! And okay, and they went on a wild chase because the paparazzi were chasing her, and uh, they switched cars like three or four times. She would park a car in a parking garage, and then they'd jump out and get into a different car to try and uh, throw off the paparazzi. Wow! Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I won't go into all the details, but yeah, but apparently, okay. but uh, satirically speaking, don't sue me. Uh, she liked uh, uh, like blueberry cocaine, right? But only for satirical purposes. For satirical purposes. Yes. In other news. A story out of China. The People's Park of... Okay, Greg, how do you pronounce this? L-U-O-H-E. Louie? L-U-O-H-E? Yeah. Luau. Luau. Okay. The People's Park of Luau in the Chinese province, uh, province Henan has an amazing African lion on exhibit for spectators. But the most amazing fact about this creature is that it's not actually a lion. It's a dog. <laughs> What? So they've been charging people to come and look at this majestic creature that they are calling uh, the majestic, amazing African lion. However, it is actually a hoax, and it is a a, a mastiff. <laughs> they were able to so it was it's a big fluffy mastiff that they tried to trick uh, people into thinking that it was dog. Apparently, the hoax was given up when the African lion started barking <laughs> at people. <laughs> wow! What happened to their lion? <laughs> I don't know. So according uh, to the publication uh, there in China, a mother and a son heard the unexpected barking coming from the lion during a recent visit just, to the zoo. I just saw a picture of it. That's so the paper says <laughs> that the zoo has been replacing exotic species with substitutes, including, um, let's see, so, they, so they're disguising different animals. So cats for a leopard. Uh, like They're saying it's a baby leopard, and they put a cat in one of the cages. Lions for dogs. And so apparently they're they're charging people these exorbitant amounts to go and see these animals at the zoo. However, they're replacing them with fake animals. Wow. Yes. That's kind of amazing. I want to start. I, you know what? I would actually pay to go to that zoo just to see. There are also reports of this zoo painting dogs black and white to make them look like pandas. <laughs> are you kidding me? I w- actually want to go to that zoo. Someone should create a zoo where they just have dogs and everything set up to look like. <laughs> Look like actual other animals. That's amazing. That's pretty amazing. So the zoo. What's amazing? Did they actually think people were going to fall for this? They did. 
They did. I think they got away with it for a while. The Africa, the amazing dog African lion has been there for a while until it started barking. <laughs> I want to go to that zoo. Well, the zoo's uh, head honcho apologizes and says that the signs outside of the African lion change will, cage will be changed to dog until the actual lion returns. <laughs> <laughs> what other animals did they have faking? I don't. They said uh, they had a, a cat for a cat for a, a jaguar or a panther. Who? I just lost it. Yeah, they had a cat impersonating some sort of smaller, you know, cat-like <laughs> animal, and then dogs for pandas. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, they also had another dog. It's all dogs. They also had another dog uh, pretending to be a wolf. I mean, that one I could see a little that bit more. That one I can see. Oh, that's incredible. All dogs impersonating other animals. You just want a zoo full of... I would, I would go to that zoo. I want, like, wiener dogs made up to look like uh, meerkats or something like oh that. Oh, my God. I would totally go to a zoo that's just consists of dogs dressed up like other animals. Yes. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's the best idea ever. That's what I've been saying. I know. Yeah. No, I know you're saying it. I'm just hearing it for the first time because I don't like to listen to you the first time. Yeah, no, things. I realize that. Yeah. I realize that. No, that's, about, a, that's a good... I feel like I came up with that you're idea. You're about five minutes behind on me saying that. I feel that, like I so. came up with that idea. Yeah. No, no. No? It wasn't... No. All right. No. Another news. Florida story. Out of Venice, Florida... Greg, beware if you're heading to Venice anytime soon, because there is a serial flasher on the loose, Greg. In Venice? In Venice, and he's been doing his dirty deeds in the daylight. Well, that's not surprising. Yeah, so this mystery man has been caught in the act fondling himself multiple times, this last time by a a 24-year-old Venice Beach native who was at the beach with her friend. Venice Beach? No, it's Venice. Sorry, I said beach. A Venice native who was at the beach with her friend. Venice, Italy? No, it says Venice, Florida. Venice, Florida. Okay. I don't know. It's in Florida. All right. So uh, her and her friend were sunbathing um, close to the beach hotspot named Sharky's. There's what a, beach a terrible ho- name for a bar. It's the best name for a bar ever. It's a gross name for a bar. So the serial flasher was just a few feet away from the young woman and her friend when he began masturbating and making eye contact with them unbreakingly. Oh. Oh, it all began. Oh, the eye contact. That's the worst. Yes. That's the worst. He's part not of ashamed. It right there. He's not ashamed. He's enjoying it. So it all began when he walked past the ladies and dropped a letter of notebook paper as he passed their blanket. He said, hey, and kept on walking. The note offered the women $200 if he could uh, kiss each of their butts. He wanted to kiss their buttocks. Uh, he said he'd give each of them $100 if they complied, and he told them to wave and give the signal if they wanted to seal the deal. Would you let him kiss your, kiss your butt for 100 bucks? I'm pretty broke right now. Like yeah, clothes? Um, no. Like a bear butt? Well, like how close to the how close like to the center? Suit. How close to the center? Well, it's his Cheek. choice, but it's just a kiss. Well, clearly there are different regions. Okay. If it was if it was on the outside, like yeah, the, if it was on the outside. I don't know. This is a t- this is a pickle. Oh boy. You know that you're in dire straits when you're contemplating letting a strange man kiss your butt for $100. Subscribe to the Fun Employment Radio Network for only six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Of course, if you're going to buy something from Amazon, go to funemploymentradio.com first. Click on the Amazon link and buy away. That's all you have to do. One extra click. So after he dropped off the piece of notebook paper, he said they said that he went uh, down the beach, stood there staring at them, waiting for the signal that would never come. And he started waving money <laughs> around <laughs> as he paced back and forth, waiting for their responses. But the girls kept their heads on their beach blanket and put their sunglasses on. And dialed nine one one. The flasher eventually walked away. Now this isn't the first time that he's been doing this. Uh, he's been like quite on a tear this summer. A cop says he's been busy exposing and fondling himself on at least five different other occasions in the past week alone. So uh, his thing is to hit up Venice beaches and bars and make uh, unbreaking eye contact. But while nobody's caught himself. this. Dude. Nobody's caught him. Yeah, it's the unbreaking eye. There's something about that that's just extra creepy. Well, when I when I do my creepy dance, that's one of the main things. Oh, yeah, you got to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to lock eyes. Lock eyes. That's the creepiest thing you can do. Well, so far, the man has not touched anybody. He has just masturbated in front of women and offered them money, but has not touched anyone. So there's a. There's well, there's a happy ending. Yes. Maybe there's a joke in there. I'm not going to do it. Next story is out of. Let's see, where is this from? Brazil. I'm sorry. Oh, come on. But then I have a really good one to end. So I didn't put this one at the end. I put it second to last because I, I didn't want to leave you with this in your mouth. Headline is, a jilted wife has sawn off her cheating husband's penis after catching him in bed with another man. 
She is believed to have waited several days before exacting her bloody revenge on her 28-year-old husband, who was unaware that he'd been spotted fornicating with his male lover. This past Wednesday night... Wait, so he was cheating on her with a dude? He was cheating on her with a man. A jilted wife has sawn off her che- cheating husband's penis after catching him in bed with another man. See, I, I black out as soon as... <laughs> you did. Talk about not listening. Attention. Yeah, no, I'm not. All right, I'm so not. she is believed to have waited several days before exacting her bloody revenge on her 28-year-old husband, who was unaware he'd been spotted with his male lover. Then, a few nights later, she suggested that things get a little kinky in the bedroom and suggested tying him to the bed. Well, it didn't turn out as he expected. She then got out a saw... And cut off his penis. Oh my god. The man from Southeast Brazil was rushed to the hospital, but the penis could not be saved. Doctors yesterday described his condition as stable, but he will have to use a catheter for the rest of his life. That's fucked up. That is so awful. Yep. On top of that, why is she getting so pissed about that? Like, if the, if the guy's gay, you've got nothing, you can't compete with that. That's true. There I mean, really isn't a competition just, just there. G- yeah, just give up. It's not like he's... Like, you lose. Yeah, you lose there. <laughs> and finally, my favorite story of the day. Oh, it's the Ringmakers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. This is my new favorite woman. So, Greg, I'm going to give you the name now because I don't want you to be distracted by my story trying to look up what this person looks like. So, her name is Rhonda Beckman. Okay, Rhonda Beckman. Rhonda Beckman. All right. A woman by the name of Rhonda Beckman has been arrested in Florida. I am not changing any of the words in this sentence, okay? Okay. A woman by the name of Rhonda Beckman was arrested in Florida after allegedly taking her shirt off at the bar, exposing her breasts, and howling, It's titty time! (laughs) (laughs) She was just at a bar. (laughs) She was arrested for taking off her shirt at the bar, exposing her breasts, and I like how they put this in, and howling, It's titty time. (laughs) There she is. Someone's attractive cousin put her in the chat. That is a so handle, Rhonda by Beckman. the way, in the chat to, to explain someone's attractive cousin. That's the handle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. That's just, yeah, that's the handle. So uh, Beckman, Rhonda Beckman, that is, bared all at a bar called Captain Jack's Sandbar and Grill in Fort Pierce, Florida. So she you took know, off her shirt and refused to put her clothes back on, is, prompting a call to the police. If you're hanging out at a bar called Captain Jack's, should you really be that offended no. by a crazy lady taking her shirt off? Like, is that really hurting anything? It's titty time. (laughs) She exposed her breast and howled, it's titty time. I mean, the woman's not very attractive. I don't really want to see it. But at the same time, I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, call the police. (laughs) So the bar manager at Captain Jack's Sandbar and Grill. It's uh, Captain Jack's Sandbar (laughs) and Grill. How could you consider yourself? I mean, I've never been there, but I'm just saying, how could you have, like, some super moral standard? You know was what? she attacking people? No, so let me tell you. So uh, Rhonda Beckman, by the way, the look that I got at the lady, uh, the, the lady who was screaming outside of my apartment building, this is pro- this is exactly what the lady looked like. That's what I forgot to do today. I was going to mix that with rhubarb lady. Oh, I will. Right. I will get back to that. But this is exactly what she looked like, but wearing a sun hat. She looked exactly like Rhonda Beckman. All right, okay. so let me t- let me continue on with the tale of Rhonda Beckman. So the bar manager of Captain Jacks uh, said that Beckman was on the dance floor when police arrived. She's then accused of calling an officer a piece of shit and an asshole. She's charged with indecent exposure, lewd, lascivious behavior, and disorderly intoxication. Now, the bare-breasted madness didn't stop there, Greg. In the back of the patrol car, Beckman was kicking and screaming. She was quoted by the police officer as saying again, It's titty time. I'll take everything off. I'm getting arrested for indecent exposure. I'll give you something to look at, baby. I'll take everything off. Oh, yes, baby. I'll take it all off. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess maybe a little... (laughs) That is kind of threatening, if you have seen what this woman looks like. Yeah. I can get that a little bit. I really want to go to Captain Jack's. I want to go to Captain Jack's and see what their dance floor is like. I totally... I want to see what a Captain Jack's dance floor in Florida is like. Anyone who is in Florida, please send us a picture of Captain Jack's. Please go to Captain Jack's and have a drink for us. Yes. Please do. Mm Mm-hmm. Shut your goddamn mouth. And that is your world of crazy. Go back inside, bitch. It's Alan Brapper, bitch. Rhubarb Lady, the soundboard. It's had uh, 700 people have looked at that now. Oh, seriously? Yeah. All right, yeah. that's pretty funny. It is pretty awesome. <laughs> All right. 
There we go. I Yeah, that is uh, perhaps my next vacation will be to Captain Jack's. I think that we need to have some sort of fun employment radio, like, listener extravaganza where we all just hang out in Port St. Lucie. That would be fantastic. That would be my dream. Florida listeners, please get a hold of us. Maybe we can, uh, maybe we can work We're not out. going to Port St. Lucie. I'm going to. Oh, I'm That's going That's where there. the face eating happened, Greg. I'm still going there. That was the birth of bath salts. Oh, I Until know. they create a human bubble that can be unpenetrated by Port St. Lucie crazy, I don't think I want to go there. I'm going there. No, it. it's one of those things like you look at it from the, like um, from the outside, like look at a shark in a tank, but you don't want to be swimming with it. I wouldn't want to stay there for long, but I would. I would go there. I would go there just you know just for the danger of it to be able to say and to buy a T-shirt. I'd totally want a T-shirt from Port St. Oh Lucie. my god, that would be the best shirt ever. Well, you have to go there to get it. It'd be worth it. It'd be worth risking getting your face eaten off by a bath salt man. Or but that's where everything happens. That's where the butt injections happened. Oh, yeah. Well, don't go get any butt okay, injections. Okay, so I can't get a hotel butt injection when I'm there. Well, I mean, it this is, is. These are the things I'm not supposed to do. There's probably a Groupon for it. So, I mean, you might want to take advantage of that. Uh, probably should. Probably can't injection. afford not to get a butt injection. Do you think Groupons exist in Port St. Lucie? What exists yes, in Port St. Lucie? Do they have, like, the internet? <laughs> What's there? Yes, I'm sure. Are they, you sure? I'm gonna. Do they have electricity? Yes, I think they you do. You think so? I think so. You think so? Yes. Do they have like families that live there? It's kind of like well, you didn't watch The Walking Dead, but it's kind of like that prison where they set up in. That's it. That's kind of how I picture Port St. Lucie. Okay. That's kind of what it's like. It's okay. walled off from the outside world. Is it surrounded by a big wall? You have to get a separate passport to go in there. To go to Port St. Lucie. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you have to sign a waiver. And you have to get a butt injection. Okay. All right, I don't. I I can do all of these things. All of them. Okay. All right. All right. Should we do a little bit of ball talk? Um. Yeah. How's the computer going, Greg? Slow and steady wins the race, sir. Yeah. With computers. Everybody's talking about how they want fast computers. You know that you can do everything all at mm-hmm. once and process all this stuff. That's just way too much. That's for me. just a lot of hoopla. I like to take my time. You in my like to like open. watch things load in real time. I like my computer to freeze up, make me slow down. Sure, a bit. the world moves too fast as it is. Your computer is just telling you, "Hey, it does." Take a breath. It does. Take it's, a breath. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. too much. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. 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 Here is a trend that. I hope continues going on. Okay. So this has to do with another sporting event. Uh, predominantly, it seems to be happening at football games and soccer games, although some baseball games as well. Generally outside on fields. We have another incident. Uh-oh. Of a streaker. Yes, Uh-ho-ho. a streaker. The Cleveland, uh, the Cleveland Browns and the Detroit Lions were playing a preseason game uh, just this other day when, lo and behold, a streaker ran onto the field in the third quarter. Now, this guy made it down. Almost the entire length, one of the Detroit Lions players shoved the dude twice, knocked him down, and the guy got right back up and kept going. Good for him. Shoved him again, got right back up and kept going. So this guy kept on going, ran the entire length of the field, and there's a video of this uh, that you could find. I'll I'll post a link to where the videos are. And this guy, uh, yeah, made it the entire length. Of course, the game had stopped, and the rest of the players... It's funny that some of these videos, because you can they zoomed in on some of the players while it's happening, and you can see them busting up. Yeah. Because they're, they're just laughing. I was going to say, were they, were they mad that their game was interrupted, or did they find it funny? Uh, I think it's a probably half and half. Yeah. You know, some of them, I mean, that's their job. They don't like it being interrupted by that in the middle of the game. The other dudes, there's, there's this one, I, can't, I don't know which player it was, but you can see him, and he's just, like, he's just like bending over laughing as he's watching this. Now, the guy did, of course, as all streakers, as all streakers end up, did, of course, end up getting, uh, getting thrown to the ground very violently. <laughs> He ran off to the side, so he made it all the way down the field and, and started running off to the side when these two security guards, one just full-on kicked him in the shins, and the other one slammed him to the ground. Of course, he was arrested and busted for all kinds of things and probably banned from NFL games for life. Yeah. But nonetheless, it's humor for everyone else. It was, it, it's pretty hilarious. I've never oh, been yeah, in the a video game with I just posted streaking. in there in the live chat uh, is not safe for work. Sorry about that. It's not safe for work. So I just posted a link to it. That's it. Okay. But it is hilarious. So anyway, another streaker. Another streaker. Have you ever been at a like a major sporting event that there's been a streaker? I never have. I don't think so. Not that I can think of. I've seen streakers outside of sporting events. Well, yeah. I mean, we live in Portland. There are naked people everywhere. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I saw streakers in college and stuff like that, but I... Have you ever streaked? I was just going to ask you. I don't believe... Oh, I think... Yeah, I did when I was younger. Like, I think in college. Yeah, I had to, like, streak around a house one time as part of a drinking game. But, yeah, no, not now really in public. Now it seems like 
You know, like it would be just. Uh, well, I mean, you could a, a you'd be you know caught naked if if they caught you, and b like, can't you get in trouble? Like, because I know that if you're like naked and like there's like a child living anywhere in the vicinity, then oh. couldn't you be like a child molester or something? Because they have weird rules about that uh, now. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. So, like, if you're naked, they'll be like, there's a child, you know, five houses down that way. That's within this time. You're a predator. Oh, I don't... I don't that's know. That's what I'd that worry is about. This is, my old, this is my old lady brain now, because I'm like, how could I get in trouble? Yeah, you do have an old lady brain. Mm-hmm. This is true. All right, we'll have to think about that. All okay. right, moving on to ball talk. Yes. Some news from Los Angeles. Los Angeles, you say. Football. Is returning to the city of Los Angeles, but no, it's not the NFL. It is, in fact, the Arena Football League, and it's being brought there to LA. Now, the Arena Football League, for anybody who doesn't know, it's a, kind of a, it's a separate league, different rules. It's you know all the players that can't make it into the NFL or the CFL, or it's it's kind of like a semi-pro. What's game. the CFL? Canadian Football League. Okay. Yeah, so Canada has its own football league as well. The Arena Football League falls below that. I think kind of in the hierarchy. So the Arena Football League going to going to return to Los Angeles. Because of a little help from a band you may have heard of by the known by the name of Kiss. What? Kiss, the band. What can Gene Simmons not do? Has purchased an arena football league team, and lo and behold, guess oh what the God. name is going to be? Uh, Gene. The L.A. Kiss. The L.A. Kiss. L.A. Kiss. The L.A. Kiss uh, are going to be playing. They'll start up next season, and right now, if you buy a, uh, if you. Oh wow, there's some there's some funny things here. Okay, the team is going to run an offense called the Love Gun. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. At least you're according joking. to this article. According to this article. And they will uh if you purchase a season ticket to them, you'll get to go to a free private concert that Kiss will put on for all all season ticket holders. So the LA Kiss. Kiss performing. puts on a pretty good show. Have you ever seen Kiss play? Um, yes, I have. Mm. Yeah, no, Kiss is fantastic. They put on a great show. That's the only time I've ever gotten on the Jumbotron at a big, huge concert. Was that oh, at a Kiss concert? I, got a, I was on the Jumbotron What'd at a Kiss concert. What did you do to get on the Jumbotron? Nothing. That's the thing. I was wearing, like, a, a T-shirt. I didn't do anything. And all of a sudden, I looked up, and my face was on the Jumbotron at Clark County Amphitheater. You didn't do anything? No. Seriously, do I look like the kind of person that would... Fl- Come on, you know, I'm... Uh, I'm a little modest. You're a bit this of a never nude. I am kind of a never nude. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, no, I have uh, I have not been on the Jumbotron at a Kiss concert. I okay. Say that if that was if that was what you were. That was what I was saying. That was what you were trying to get mm-hmm. to the bottom of. Um, well, anyway, there we go. That is happening in L.A. Moving on in ball talk. We've got some other things to discuss. This is actually a pretty awesome thing. That a that an NHL player did to one of his trolls. Now, of course, we're if you're on Twitter, you know that Twitter is full of trolls who love to post bad things about people under anonymous handles, mm-hmm. and that's just kind of part of the game. Especially for celebrities, they get it all the time. It it happens because people are anonymous and they can be shit apples on the internet. People can be shit apples. Well, this is comes from NHL player by the name of Paul Bissonnette. Now, Paul Bissonnette, strong name, strong name. Paul Bissonnette plays for the Phoenix Coyotes. And he is on Twitter quite a bit. And this just happened, I guess, last week when a man from Pittsburgh by the name of Matt Hogue, who is not a not a hockey player, started posting things to Paul Bissonnette. Now, they've been since taken down, but they were saved, of course, screen capped by, uh, by someone who has them online. And he kept posting things to him like, uh, you know, at Paul Bissonnette or whatever his Twitter handle is. Um, did you have roids with your slap tonight? Still rocking the porn stash and little boy shorts. Is that nose as big in person? I bet you could fill up a sewer with that nose scum of yours. What? Uh, your mom, stupid. Your mom met your dad there on a conjugal visit with her uncle. These are the things that this guy was posting towards this hockey player. Got man he's never met. That he's just posting these things. Um, yeah, it's it's just ridiculous stuff that he's yeah that he's posting towards Paul Bisnet. Finally, Paul Bisnet <clears throat> responded with this. Um, is that is that why you troll me every day at Matt Hoagie? Would you call me scum to my face? No, you'd be sending that tip-top tailor suit to the dry cleaners. I guess he was referencing to the, to the uh, clothing he's wearing in his avatar. Gotcha. Then, Paul Bissonnette decided to take it one step further. He went ahead and did a little bit of Google searching on the gentleman by the name of Matt Hoagie and found his arrest records that were posted on uh, CBS Pittsburgh because one of the articles was police... Fired city employee tried to frame neighbor. 
A fired city city of Pittsburgh employee was released from the Allegheny County Jail Friday. Matt Hogue was charged with theft after he reported $10,000 in chainsaws purchased with city tax dollars. Then he was arrested again. And uh, this guy posted both of... Uh, uh, the uh, hockey player posted both of the arrest records and tagged him in it. Oh, shit. Posted them both online. Of course, the guy ended up deleting his Twitter account after this. Of course. And uh, I'd say that is a very appropriate response. If you're going to throw out the shit, and especially the guy wasn't even using a fake name, using his real name on there, hey, that's also public Mm -hmm. information. And sure enough, there it was. So I say, good job, Paul Bissonnette. Yeah, he didn't do anything wrong. He just used the powers of the internet. He did. The powers of the internet were at his hands, and I think that's I think that's hilarious. All right, moving on in ball talk. We'll. Uh, I've got. Uh, I got two more things here to get to. One has to do with Alex Rodriguez. Yes, a Rod Alex Rodriguez, formerly known as one of the best baseball players of all time. Now, of course, in trouble because of the um, allegations of performance-enhancing drugs. Because of the roids. Major League Baseball is in the process of trying to suspend him for the rest of this season and all of next season, which is a gigantic suspension, 211 games, roughly. He'll lose $34 million mm. if he is suspended. He's appealing it. We'll know within like the next couple oh, of weeks. Oh, so he did appeal it. Yeah, he appealed it. Mm-hmm. And that could uh, turn out to be the lifetime ban, right? Well, it sounds like baseball's not going to do the lifetime ban for him. They decided to stop that threat. But nonetheless, A-Rod is not making any friends. So a lot of, allegedly a lot of players don't like him very much because he keeps dragging this stuff through the mud and keeps on doing this, these things. Mm-hmm. But now... He's going to be in some real trouble with other players because 60 Minutes, the news organization 60 Minutes, has evidence that members of A-Rod's inner circle leaked. So Biogenesis is the company where he was supposedly going to get the HGH. Mm -hmm. Leaked documents implicating other players to Major League Baseball. Alex Rodriguez allegedly ratted out the other players. Ratted out the other players that were doing the same thing he was doing. Including Ryan Braun, who's currently serving a suspension. He was, uh, I think, American League MVP. Uh, Some big-time players. One of his own teammates he ratted out. And uh, this is what is being being speculated on right now. Other players are not going to take too kindly to that. No. And one of the players that he ratted out actually was proven that he hadn't been taking him. He was was proven innocent. Or at least found Mm -hmm. Major League Baseball cleared his name. They said, no, he actually hadn't done it. Alex Rodriguez's team allegedly pointing the finger at the guy anyway and Whoa. trying to do it. So that's what's coming out right now, and um, we'll, we'll see what happens. But that just cannot be – I can't imagine being in a room with those guys, with Alex Rodriguez in there, if this is true, yeah. where he's ratting them out. Well, he really Right or just, wrong, just – oh, man. He is going, just he's good. just going full douche. He's going full douche. Yeah. He's going full douche. All right, and finally, in ball talk, we end on this, and this is actually a player who has never been implicated in anything like that. And actually, from everything I've ever read about a guy, he's uh, he's a pretty stand-up dude. And that is Ichiro. Ichiro. Ichiro Suzuki. I remember the summer of Ichiro. Yeah, when when Ichiro came to the Seattle. That Mariners. was the only summer. That was the only time I ever watched baseball. We would sit out. I was going to summer school in Pullman, Washington, and I remember every day we would put the TV out on the on the porch mm-hmm. and drink beer and watch Ichiro. You know, I mean, and I'm not a huge baseball fan, mm. but Ichiro is a lot of fun to he's watch. He's awesome. He just seems like such a nice guy, too. Yeah. He just likes to play so baseball, and he's amazing at baseball. You're not going to ruin that for me, right? No, I'm not going to okay, ruin that good. for you. Because uh, he is in, sometime in this next week or so, he is going to hit his 4,000th hit as a professional ball player, which is something that hardly anyone has ever done. Um, I mean, it, it puts him in the all-time, all-time uh, greats. So the all-time record is 4,200. It's Pete Rose's 4,200 something. Anyway, Pete Rose has the has the all-time record, but Ichiro could conceivably, if he plays for a couple more seasons, could conceivably break the all-time record. Awesome! But either way, getting the 4,000 hit that's a big deal. That's a huge, huge milestone in baseball, mm-hmm. Major League Baseball, and I respect something like that because it very rarely happens. Mm-hmm. Are you ever going to see someone do this kind of thing? And Ichiro will do it in the next week. And in honor of that, oh no, I decided to look up perhaps some fan songs. This one I had no idea existed. Now, Sarah, you know who Ben Gibbard is? I sure. D- I actually went to school with his sister. I, I knew you. I had. I had dinner at Ben Gibbard's house before. Ben Gibbard is the lead singer of Death Cab for Cutie, and also the former husband of uh, Zoe Deschanel. 
wonder how he messed that one up. And I know how he messed it up. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. How'd he mess it up? He messed it up in the way that you think he messed it up. Oh. Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> Is that what you call me? All right, so Ben Gibbard, though, <laughs> did in fact record an Ichiro song, and I've got a sample of it right here. Oh, go, go, go. This is awesome. Okay, that's enough. That's catchy. It is. All right, catchy. that's pretty adorable. I do like that. I'm not a I'm not a fan of Death Cab, but that's cute. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. And honestly, Ichiro just seems like an awesome dude. Yeah. Like he's one of those guys. He just plays the game. That's what he likes to mm-hmm. do. Doesn't get in trouble off. Doesn't do anything. He just plays baseball. He likes playing baseball. He likes playing baseball, and that's what he likes. And it seems like he's an awesome dude. He's not running his mouth like the like Aroid. No, Ichiro's. One <gasps> I of those- just made that up. Aroid. Well, it's been used before, but oh. since you perhaps hadn't heard it before, I hadn't. We can give you partial credit, supplemental credit. I thought that was pretty genius. Ichiro. Anyway, Ichiro, four thousand coming up in this next week, and actually, I will be watching the. Uh, I'm going to watch the games to see when that is going to happen because that's such a huge milestone. I want to oh, yeah. see it. I want to see it happen. You're actually going to watch the baseball. I will watch the baseball All to right. see Ichiro get his hit. Okay. I support. I stand with Ichiro. There we go. That I'll write that in Sharpie on your shirt. <laughs> a ball talk. Greg, two white shirts in a row. Yeah. You never wear white shirts. What's going on? Well, uh, my black shirts were dirty. So okay. That's kind of what it can. All right. I need to do laundry. That's a good That's a good reason. That is where it's at. Okay. All right. Is it nearing time for a little bit of Dr. Science? I think it is, Greg. All right. For those of you that are listening live, here's what you need to do now. Put in your questions. Put your questions into the live chat that you would like Dr. Science to answer. Dr. Science, of course, will dispel the myths and fallacies that you learned throughout your educationings. And <laughs> Stop saying educationings. And, and uh, expunge the truth all over you. Just squirt be, it on you. You'll be dripping with Get truth. Get ready for some good knowledge squirting. By the time Dr. Science is done, and you may need to take a shower afterwards. All right. So we'll, we'll take a quick break while people put in their questions, and then we'll come back here in a minute, and Dr. Science shall answer them. Oh, God. I will expunge the truth. I keep saying expunge. Yeah. Expel and I don't think that means truth. what you think it means. I'll expel the truth onto them. Okay. All right. We'll be back. So put your questions in now. No, no, no. You'll be leaking with knowledge. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, we are back. Dr. Science has worked long and hard to give you the answers that you have so desperately been craving. Which means I drank another cup of coffee. Oh, my God. Uh, So, the segment time has arrived. Sarah, do we have some, um, do you have any kind of music, some mood, sciencey music? Yes. Yes, let me just, just, let me take a second here. I can feel the science flowing into me. Is it, is it going in real good? It's pumping through my veins. It's yeah. It's inserting itself in you? It's, well, it's not really inserting itself. It's more kind of like it's bursting from me. I can feel the, the science is growing stronger. Yeah, it's 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 getting, it's really close. Okay. This is just as gross as Kenny Tuck, <laughs> like listening to Bob Ross Too talk. Far? Too far. We're not far enough. Questions of science. All right, the time is now. For Dr. Science to answer your many questions, Sarah has compiled some. And with my overwhelming amount of knowledge, I shall give forth it to you. My God, Greg is fucking crazy right now. It's been a long week. Yeah, your headphones are like all wonky. Like they're not even on your ears right. Yeah. What are you doing? I didn't sleep well again. Yeah, me neither. All right, here we go. Question number one, Greg, and this comes from the name... Someone's attractive cousin. <laughs> this is the handle of someone's attractive cousin. Yes, someone's attractive cousin. Greg now, of course, writes that's in. All relative, though, the attractiveness. Really? That was just a bonus. Right? No, that, that was wasn't the question. Oh, was dear just God. A bonus. Question number one comes from someone's attractive cousin, and they write, "Dear Doctor Science." Yes. 
Dr. Science? Yes. Why don't rocks burn? Dr. Science, why don't rocks burn? Why don't rocks burn? Okay, well, there is a, there is a good answer to this. And we have to go um, to some fundamental laws of nature in order to establish this. Now, okay. rocks don't burn because of the way nature works. Now, it's, it has to do with physics. Now, let's say this. Let me try to, try to put this in a way that you might understand. Okay. We've all heard of the game Paper, Rock, Scissors. Have you heard of this game? Yes. yes you know what I'm, have, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Paper, Rock, Scissors. I thought it was rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Now, every, well, the traditional way is paper, rock, scissors, but whatever. Okay. Um, that is a game where we discuss two man-made things in their relation to nature, which, of course, paper beats rock, rock beats scissors, scissors beat paper. All circular, all working together in a big, round, happy hole. Now, <laughs> that game, though, that man created, actually comes from the laws of nature itself. Now, let's talk about the three main elements. Air, fire, and rock. The three original elements before the other stuff was happening. Before there was water on Earth, there was just fire, rock, and air. Now, in order... So there wasn't water, it was just rock and fire and air. Fire, rock, and air. Okay. Now, in order to somehow make everything balance out, because otherwise, you know, if one was more dominant than the other, we wouldn't have a planet today. But when things were forming, there had to be a balance formed, and that is why we have this. So, we all know, of course, fire beats air. We all know that because it fills it full of smoke and totally pisses off the air. Mm Mm-hmm. So fire beats air. Okay. Air beats rock because it can start up some wind and, like, blow it. And, like, if you've ever seen, like, like sand's just tiny rocks, and it's just, you know, the wind can blow that away. It can blow it down a hillside, all kinds of things. That's Making what the wind can do. Hurt. What air is. But in order to balance that out, everybody can't be picking on the old rocks. Rock also got a power, and that is the power to stamp out fire. So rocks beat fire, and that's why if you ever see, like, a fire happening, if it goes towards, a, towards like, a, a gravel pit... It won't burn in there because the rocks beat fire as a fundamental law of nature. That was the best non-answer answer yet. <laughs> Question number two. Yes. Comes from our good friend Shockwave. Yes, Shockwave in the chat. Shockwave writes, Dear Dr. Science. Yes. Oh, my God. Dr. Science. Heard my name. Yes. Please put your coffee down. Please. Dr. Science. Yes. Why does wood float? Why, why does wood float? Dr. Science, why does wood float? How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Or the antithesis, of course. How much wood would woodburn burn if woodburn could burn wood? Let's get to the basic nature of this. Wood, of course, comes from trees. We all know trees, uh, trees exist basically to annoy grass because it blocks out the sun and will totally fuck up your yards and they get really tall and they think they're kind of badass with their stupid little tree brains. However, trees, at one point, like all things, came from the ocean. Now, trees were some... uh, Trees started because there was, of course, you know, as the ocean crashes up, there's like seaweed and different kind of crap that comes out of the ocean that ends up on the beach. Well, eventually, some of that seaweed decided to dig into the sand and started growing from there and said, screw you, water. I don't need you. I don't need to live in you anymore. I'm advanced beyond that. I'm going to go ahead and go inland, away from water as far as I can. That's what trees did. At one point, trees made that decision. Some bad seaweed became trees. Now, ever since then, the water... Water knows just instinctually, just at an elemental level, water resists trees. Greg's Greg's showing the the hand motions. He's showing showing resistance. It resists it. With his hands. Because water. Because it's radio. Because it's happened so long, so long ago that trees actually cannot, um, uh, you know, water doesn't recognize what they are. And since water only likes things that like water, that naturally fit into it, like fish and, you know, and seaweed and all that crap. Trees don't fit into where water understands it at an elemental level. At an elemental level, trees and water, much like magnets, oppose each other. So when a tree falls into the water, the water, at an elemental level, repulses it and shoves it up and tries to get it out. Tries to get it out. It's like, get out. Get out. So much like north and south poles and positive and negative energies, wood and water are exactly the same. Okay. 
Question number three, Greg. Yes. It's taken from uh, from from the. It's ripped from the headlines. Okay. If you will. All right. Okay. This is from Mark the Tolly. Yes. Mark writes, "Dear Doctor Science." Yes. <laughs> Stop it. <clears throat> Dear Dr. Science. Yes. How do steroids work? <laughs> Dr. Science, finally, your final question. Dear Dr. Science, how do steroids work? All right. How do steroids work? Well, he's obviously, uh, who was it that wrote this one? Uh, this is Mark. Mark the Tolly. Mark okay. the Tolly. Mark the Tolly. Very uh, questions, a lot of things. You know, trying to find out the answers, answers to the world. <sighs> steroids... Work like this. We need to break down the word steroid. What is steroids made of? What is what is what does that word mean? Of course, we have stare, which could mean two different things. We'll get back to that one. And we have oid. We all know what stare and stare are, but what is an oid? What is an oid? Well, an oid is actually a tiny molecule that lives in all of us. Like now, now oids, much like bacteria and different other kinds of things, you know, they there are good ones and bad ones. There's there's good. Like, there's good fat and bad fat. There's good oids and bad oids. And oids are something fundamentally we all have to have. However, there are certain kinds of oids that aren't exactly natural in the human body. And those are steroids. Now, the stare is not like staring, I'm staring at you. It's like stare, like S-T-A-I-R. It's shortened in the word because of the, we don't want to confuse people. But, and that was actually That's used That's actually to, spelled with an E. Yeah, that was used to, like, mask uh, what they actually are. But the proper uh, term is actually S-T-A-I-R-O-I-D. It's a specific kind of oid. Now, what happens when you inject these oids into you? Mm-hmm. There are good oids that, that help the body develop muscles normally. However, these kinds of oids are very aggressive. They're aggressive very aggressive oids. oids. They're like the people when you're at the gym that are on the Stairmaster and grunting and they use the Stairmaster too much. Those are what steroids are. And so what steroids do is they sit there and berate and berate the muscles and, like and yell at them? Yeah, well, yeah, they yell at them and they'll walk up and down them over and over and over and over and over and over and over with their little bacteria legs. And they will uh, stimulate the muscle to where it's basically like pissing off the muscle because it gets annoying after a while. You poke something long enough. What happens? Do this. Sir, I want you to take your finger and poke your forearm over and over and over and over and over. Now do that for about two hours. <laughs> I don't think so. And what's going to happen? <laughs> it's going to swell up a little bit. That's what steroids do to the muscles. They poke them and stomp on them, you know, belittle them long enough that they actually swell up and therefore become bigger. That's how steroids work. This has been Dr. Science. Soaking you with the truth. Wow. That steroid one, you, you hit that out of the park. That's pretty good. I was trying to spread my knowledge around. I've always wanted to know how steroids work. Trying to smear knowledge all over Don't everywhere. Say, okay, smearing for some reason just feels like a, a, a skosh too far. I don't think you should be smearing anything. Because I think I read so many stories that smearing, that, like the sentence smearing always ends with feces. No, I'm just leaving people moist with my knowledge. Oh, we do have a birthday to get to today. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, indeedy. Mm-hmm. We do. And we would like to wish... The lovely Jen, a very happiest of birthdays. Jen, a Jen, of course, of Aaron and Jen. Yes. Or Jen and Aaron, actually. Maybe it's Jen and Jen Aaron. And Aaron. We yeah. should put Let's, them in the correct order. Let's be honest. That's the way the order that's is. That's the right order. It's Jen and Aaron. It's Jen and Aaron. Yes. The lovely wife of Mr. Aaron Yes. Duran. So happy, happy birthday, Jen. I hope it is a lovely one. Happy birthday, Jen. Happy oh, wait, hang on. Elvis was a little too excited. He didn't want to start right at the beginning. So let's, I'm going to give her an Elvis and a half. Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. On damn right. Yay. There we go. Happy birthday, Jen. Happy about that, Jen. All right. Well, I feel like I've done, I've done a lot of good today. I feel pretty damn exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a fun day. It, it has been a fun day. Mm. It's been a long week. Of course, Bobby Lee was on yesterday. If you yes, that yet. and we're going to go and check him out. Uh, check out his show tonight. So if you see us, come say hello. Yes, absolutely. Bobby Lee at Helium Comedy Club tonight here in Portland, and we're going to the ten o'clock show. Yeah, I believe also with maybe a Mr. Kenny B. So if you're going to that show, please come say hello. Bar some beer if you want. Um, but you know, <laughs> yeah, come say hello. You know what? Somebody's asking when Sharky's birthday is. 
Sharky is actually going to be two next week because I got him at Hood to Coast two years ago. Not too bad he'll never make it to the edge of two. He is going to be two years old. Too bad he will be. He so should probably write us a poem about Hood to Coast next week. Not nope, Sharky already went back to the ocean because he realized everyone hated him and has now probably been eaten. So good riddance. I think he probably needs to come in the van with us as well and tell no. stories to people. I will tell you right now, <laughs> if you bring that fucking shark puppet into the van, I will stomp it into oblivion. I'm just going to buy another one in Seaside, by the way. Well, the, I'm, I'm getting Sharky a brother. That will not last. Um, I'm getting Sharky a brother. I am tired and stinky and sweaty and exhausted from running, and that little fucking yapping stick toy you have is yapping in my face. What was yours? You got one, too. He didn't live very long, though. What was yours? Finny? Finny. Yours was Finny. Yeah, then I decided Finny was stupid, too. <laughs> And then you murdered Finny in cold blood because yep. that's what you do when you're a horrible human being. Yep, I murder stick toys. And I'm not ashamed to say it. Mm. Send us an email, funemploymentradio <laughs> at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. If you or anyone you know is unemployed, currently unemployed, please go to funemploymentradio.com slash resume. We want to help people out. Um, we've got something going there where we want to feature you to get your get your word out, get your resume out, and uh, maybe make a connection with somebody else who listens to this mm-hmm. show. So send anyone out there that you know who's unemployed, please send them to funemploymentradio.com slash resume so we can see if we can uh, We would help. love to help in any way we can. Yeah, we just want to help somebody out. Mm-hmm. So uh, please send them there. Everybody have a great weekend. Yes, have a wonderful one. Indeed. Have a good one. Why have we, a good time. Why are we talking like that? I don't know. Oh. I don't want to talk about that anymore. All right. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with more we won't. fun employment. We'll be back oh, on Monday. We'll be back on Monday with more <laughs> fun employment radio. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.